0: hello guys it's another beautiful saturday morning Uh, like usual i'm excited to be doing this with you how have you been how was the week for you i believe that you went through the week with the consciousness that jesus has measured you up because last week we talked about you don't have to measure up because you You have already been measured up, you have already been approved, you have been justified. So you don't need to do anything to justify yourself or make people like you or anything. Just be you and be real. So I believe you lived your week that way. However, today we'll be talking about how you can have an intimate fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I must confess this is something I'm learning. However, because God has asked me to do it, I'll I'll be doing it anyways. So our key text is from second corinthians 13 verse 14 and it says the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the communion the fellowship the koinonia of the holy spirit be with you now and forever amen now my first point is does your heart yearn to know the fellowship of the holy spirit to discover what that means at its deepest level do you want to enjoy fellowship do you want to enjoy communion with the holy spirit you know as believers we are wired for a close relationship with god not just as god but as father friend and lover this is the place where we become acquainted with him his ways and his voice all right first of all i want to kill every thought that you cannot have an intimate fellowship with the holy spirit that's not true We are all as close to God as we choose to be, right? We are all as close to God as we choose to be. Our first clue of what the fellowship of the Holy Spirit means comes from the Greek word translated fellowship in our key scripture verse. It is koinonia, which means communion, partnership, friendship, or participation on a personal level. To have fellowship with the Holy Spirit is to commune, to become friends with him by being actively engaged in a relationship with him. The Holy Spirit is a person and not a thing or not a feeling. And he wants to have a relationship with you he wants to have a relationship with me all right uh, I'll be giving you three points to help you have that that can help you have an intimate fellowship with the Holy Spirit and it can also help you deepen your relationship with him The first point is I want you to fellowship with the Holy Spirit by appreciating him as a person you see at Pentecost the believers were not waiting for power radiation experience or ability they were waiting for a person but today we see the opposite we wait for a feeling we wait for an experience we wait for a downpour but we don't wait for the person and sometimes when the person comes he doesn't come he doesn't always come with a feeling with a downpour with a with a thunder with a radiation with power no sometimes he just comes gentle and we don't even know he's there because we were waiting for power want us to start relating with the holy spirit as a person and not a a feeling not the power not something you see how sad like i said how sad is it that we wait for an experience instead of a person permit me to introduce you to another passage of scripture john chapter 14 16 and 17 and i will pray jesus saint speaking to his disciples says and i will pray for the father And he will give you another helper, another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he will dwell. He will be in you. You see, Jesus said the spirit of God will first dwell with us and then in us. With emphasize fellowship, company, friendship, companionship. In emphasizes ability, power, enabling, or strength. The Spirit of God was given to first be our friend, our company, our companion before He can become our strength and power. Now we want the Spirit of God because we want power. But first, He was given to be our comforter another comforter or i will send another helper so god wants you to enjoy fellowship with the spirit before you activate his power from within you from the inside of you he will first be with you and then he will also be in you so if we don't fellowship with the holy spirit we can't draw strength from him One way or the only way we can draw strength, we can harness or make the most of the power of the Holy Spirit is if we spend time to fellowship more with him. So my second point, remember I'm saying I was giving you three points that, three keys to help you have intimate fellowship with the Holy Spirit and go deeper in your relationship with him. The first one I say, we have to fellowship with him as a person, not a thing, not a feeling, not a power not an experience but as a person my second point is that you can build fellowship with the holy spirit because of what jesus has done one of the reasons why one of um, the keys that will help us build intimate fellowship with the holy spirit is because of what jesus has done knowing that jesus has um, his blood has given you access to the spirit of god should make you lay hold of that assets that you have. From our key passage, here are three contexts to help us experience the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The first is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, from the passage where we read in 2 Corinthians thirteen fourteen, it says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit or the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. So here are some key factors for us to note from that verse it says the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The reason the Holy Spirit can dwell with us and can dwell in us is because Jesus has sanctified us and made us holy through His sacrifice on the cross. And as we fellowship with him, that's the Holy Spirit every day he makes us like Jesus. You see the Holy Spirit cannot dwell, cannot dwell in an unholy vessel. So that is why the grace of Jesus has sanctified us, it has purified us. So we are holy, now we can receive in us the Holy Spirit. The second point I want to draw out is the love of God. The Holy Spirit is a gift to you from your loving Father, just as Jesus was sent from the Father. You see, just as much as we thank God for, for Jesus coming, we should also thank God for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Just as much as we thank God for the gift of the Son, Jesus, we have to also thank God for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Because we have the Holy Spirit out of the love and the expression of God's love for us, we now have the Holy Spirit. As the spirit of adoption, the Holy Spirit is not only God's expression of love. He is the one who continually reveals the Father to us. He teaches us everything we need to know about Jesus, about the Father. He makes us see the Father in the way we can understand him. He makes us see the Son in an extraordinary way, the way we can understand him. Every day the Holy Spirit reveals the Father to everyone who is willing to see him. My third point is, to fellowship with the Holy Spirit means to share with him. You see, these three points can help us build. Our, can help us have an intimate fellowship with the Holy Spirit. The first point I mentioned is that we need to fellowship with Him as a person, not a thing. And the second point is we need to lay hold of what Jesus has done for us, which gives us legal ground to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, His blood, His grace, and the love of the Father. Thirdly we need to fellowship with the holy spirit by sharing with him for every relationship to be sustained resources must be exchanged for every relationship for every relationship to be sustained resources must be exchanged as we fellowship with the spirit there is a mingling of our spirit with his remember the greek word translates fellowship as koinonia which means communion partnership and participation Among the things the Holy Spirit shares with us are companionship, his gifts, his fruits, access to the resources of heaven, his guidance and help, his anointing and power. You see, we can't go after his gift. We can't first go after his power. We can't first go after his guidance without first wanting a friendship with him. That would be, that would be wrong if you make friends because of what you want to get out of them or first the the first impression in your heart is i want to make this person my friend so that i can rob them of all they have that is very wrong so we can't want we can't have what the holy spirit has for us if we are not friends with him we can't give it to him likewise as we as we fellowship with him the exchange goes both ways We have to be willing to give give the Holy Spirit our time. We have to be willing to give him our love. We have to be willing to give him our attention, our interest, our respect, our honor. And we have to give him our all. You see, his interest becomes our interest. To receive the Spirit's help and comfort, we must surrender our weakness and need to him. We must surrender our weakness and our need to him you say i want to pray that you cultivate a closer relationship with the holy spirit leverage on the blood of jesus that gives you access that gives you legal ground to fellowship with the holy spirit if you're not a born-again christian you can't have an intimate fellowship with the holy spirit no it is not done you have to receive the the sacrifice of the blood of jesus on the cross of calvary Ask him to come into your heart and be your Lord and Savior. Confess your sins before him and receive his forgiveness. And then your your relationship, your ride with the Holy Spirit begins. Relate with him as a person and not a thing or a power. Be willing to share everything you have as much as you receive everything he has for you. Alright, thank you so much for doing this with me. I love you and I pray for you this evening morning that your relationship with the holy spirit will take a different a new dimension in jesus name have an amazing life god bless you